Welcome to the Von Nelson Podcast. Today is the first quarter 2023 Von Nelson Select Recap. And with me today is Lead Senior Portfolio Manager, Scott Weber. And with that, Scott, I will turn things over to you. Thanks, Dan. Uh, what an interesting quarter. Not the least of which because the, the market was up about 7%, just like fourth quarter. But it was interesting for other reasons, too. Uh, luckily, Select did a little bit better than that. And that was all from stock selection, really. During the quarter, larger names outperformed smaller names. And the market seems to think that ultimately the Fed will relent on their fight against inflation, especially after the bank failures that we saw in mid-March. But if you look at the dot plot versus uh, Fed funds futures, that's not a settled issue. Um, so we're probably rolling into the end of the first quarter reporting season here with, uh, with an interesting reporting season. And everybody's trying to figure out whether or not the most anticipated recession is about to happen. As you look at what did well in the first quarter, most sectors had a positive contribution for the strategy. Healthcare, utilities, and staples lagged a bit, but tech, energy, consumer discretionary, industrials, and communication services were all double-digit, were all up double-digit percentages. I mean, even our financials had a small positive contribution this quarter. Flipping over to attribution, Select outgained the indexed, and uh, it did so with contributions from tech, energy, and healthcare leading the way. Here again, uh, financials also helped the performance as we didn't own any banks. Um, staples, utilities, and communication services were slow for relative performance. No single name or sector really had any outsized effect on the relative performance. And cash levels are marginally higher than they usually are, but down off their higher levels of the fourth quarter uh, of last year. Um, a couple of names actually had great quarters, which helped select beat the index. Uh, we had one stock up over 90%, another up about 50%. But by and large, uh, like I said, selection drove the attribution, drove the positive contribution, and it wasn't really those you know five or six names that drove the index up during the quarter. Um, so if you look at the, the trading activity, there really wasn't much, uh, which, is, which is typical. We added one, and we eliminated another name. Um, so we, we, we like how we're positioned. We think we're well-prepared. And we're also doing a lot of work to be prepared to act if the market gives us the opportunity to. The exposures within the portfolio are still consistent with high active share, over 80%. Higher ROE than the index, a similar ROA. Our market cap skews a little bit smaller than the index. Uh, the valuation on the published estimates and historical EPS is a little bit higher, but again, we don't own banks, uh, and particularly this quarter, uh, that makes our multiple look a little bit higher by comparison. Um, in terms of factors, uh, we notched down a bit in exposure to growth, and that's a little bit atypical, but it's not outsized and there's no influential positions there. Um, as I mentioned earlier, the market liked larger names. Uh, it liked less leverage. It liked a little bit larger beta during the quarter. Um, our industry allocation was was a little bit of a drag um, from a from a factor standpoint. Tech, industrials, and discretionary were the preferred sectors. The portfolio continues to show better factor diversification than the benchmark, largely due to that concentration in mega cap tech that the index has, and that's really what worked for the index this quarter. Um, in terms of active risk. Our active return volatility decreased slightly to about 4.4%, and 78% of active risk is due to stock-specific risk. 
from performance, stock selection really drove, uh, again, drove the alpha. It was strongly positive and overcame that slight negative industry and factor shift. From a, uh, from a macro perspective, the bank failures in mid-March were the headline. As I said, we don't own banks at the moment. Uh, we have in the past, but we're not usually a big holder in, in that space. And so we dodged that. Um, the performance within the market itself was reasonably narrow. Uh, the market is, as we said on the last quarter, behaving like inflation has peaked. And certainly if you look at, at CPI, it's drifted down from its peak of, I guess, last September. PCE, which is purportedly the Fed's uh, favorite measure there, is still reasonably elevated at about four and a half. And this recession that's coming, if it arrives, is going to surprise absolutely nobody. Um, but the, the dollar still down from its peak, um, but mostly drifted sideways during the quarter. Employment is still tight, particularly in the service sector. You've seen layoffs in tech, particularly in financial services, um, but, but employment, again, remains tight, and so it seems like people are either finding jobs or there is an imbalance in the labor market. Um, so from a valuation standpoint, um, the market's, I don't know, maybe originally valued uh, at the margin, but, but not extremely so. Uh, if, if we do have continued dollar easing, that, that should help commodity producers and exporters. Um, the debt market seems to have resumed for quality issuers, the IPO market is still a bit weak. Uh, and, and if you put all that uh, together and you imagine what our positioning will be, given the limited changes that, that I mentioned, really, really isn't that different. Um, we continue to have a little bit lower beta than the index. We, we think we've got better names. Obviously, that's why we own them. Um, and uh, we're a little bit conservative at the, at the margin in our posture. This market's looking for leadership. It's going to struggle a little bit to get it. Uh, who knows if that's going to come, you know, from, from an external factor. I mean, I, I, I don't have a crystal ball, and we're not in the business of, uh, of making those calls, but we are in the business of being prepared for what happens. And so we're watching for any shift in policy action or any change in the flow of earnings and, and certainly watching the macroeconomic statistics as they relate to the companies that we own and the companies that we'd like to own. And so... Um, all, all in all, despite the big splashy headlines in, in mid-March, it, it ended up, you know, with you know uh, an up market for two of the months, and, and, and actually the, the, the market ended up uh, on the quarter. So, despite all those giant headlines, no big deal. Uh, we continue to stick to our knitting, and we're going to keep at it. With that, I'll hand it back to you, Dan. Great, thanks, Scott. And with that, why don't we take a look at returns um, in the. First quarter of 2023, the bundle select strategy returned 9.16% gross, 8.89% net, uh, whereas the S&P 500 at 7.5%. The one-year number for the select strategy is negative 5.93 gross, negative 6.87 net, and the S&P 500 at negative 7.73. On a five-year number, the select strategy returned 13.94 gross, 12.8. 8.2 net, and the S&P 500 at 11.19. And lastly, the 10-year number for Von Nelson Select Strategy is 14.61% gross, 13.47 net. And for the S&P 500, it is at 12.25. Um, and that is it for the first quarter. Scott, off to a good start. Um, and we look forward to seeing you again in the second quarter. Me too, Dan. Thanks. The views, information, 
and or opinions expressed during this podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Von Nelson and its employees. Von Nelson does not verify and assumes no responsibility for the accuracy of any of the information contained in the podcast. The primary purpose of the information, opinions, and thoughts presented in this podcast is to educate and inform. This podcast, or any podcast in the series, does not constitute professional investment advice or services, and any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk. Past performance is not an indication of future performance. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents of this podcast are the property of Von Nelson or used by Von Nelson with permission and are protected under U.S. copyright and trademark laws. Securities discussed within this podcast may be held in the Von Nelson Strategies.